0: From the studios of Boise State Public Radio News, I'm Jama Gaudette. This is Idaho Matters. The city of Boise is back in the market for a new police chief after current chief Ron Weingar announced his retirement. This is the fourth time in four years that the city has been in the market for a new head of that department. Boise has also been in the news after finding out a grant proposal to study a future train route between Salt Lake City and Boise never got submitted because of a clerical error. Boise Mayor Lauren McLean sat down with our Morning Edition host, George Prentice, to talk about the top issues facing the city today. Let's take a listen.
1: I want to ask up top about a new search for our next chief of police. I want to read you a quote, though, in a conversation that I had with the chief a year ago.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I don't think this will surprise you. Quote, I am absolutely here for as long as I'm helpful and as long as I'm needed. I realize that nothing is forever, but this was a bit of a surprise for most of us outside of City Hall.
2: Yeah, you know, I gotta say that I deeply appreciate Ron's service to this community. And he was welcome to stay as long as he wanted to stay. Mm -hmm. He's been such a wonderful chief. And when he shared with me that, you know, in talking with his family, He knew he'd be ready to retire because we, of course, want to know well in advance that these things are going to happen so we can plan. And it was really important to him to retire on the day um, that he was in that critical incident Mm. when Mark Stahl died on September 20th, years and years ago. Um, We realized that it was time to start working on steps to make that possible. And so I appreciate his service. I wanted to recognize and respect the importance of that day to him and his family and do everything we could um, to meet his needs and desires to retire. And so we made the announcement and now we are working to make sure that we've got a process set up that's transparent, that involves the community. It will involve Chief Weiniger and many, many others, the city council um, and others in finding the right chief for the city of Boise.
1: I'm glad you mentioned including the community. Could you talk a little bit about The process of goodness knows, I'm guessing this is a nationwide search, but will there be a panel of people inside and outside of government that will help with this?
2: Oh, yes. You know, there was before, Mm -hmm. and we're going to do that again, and we're going to do more this time around. So, the first step is to find the right search firm because you're right, it will be a national search. We are a growing city that. you know, deserves a a national look. Of course, we're going to look at folks that are internal and from the region and the state if they're interested, but we want to make sure that we leave no stone unturned. So that that first step is to find a search firm that can help us make the case and explain what the city and the department is looking for needs and wants. And from there, as we move forward, there'll be opportunities for the community to engage, whether it be in panels, in meetings finalists and others in public settings and ultimately in that discussion about the the final candidate that we offer the job to.
1: You don't have to show your cards, but can I also assume that you're pretty sure you know what you don't want?
2: You know, that's a I laugh because that's a really that's a great question. I think you learn what you don't want yeah. as you're working through the process, yeah, right? right? So um we are going to I can tell you what we do want. We want somebody that is committed to community policing as this city always has been. Um, that is able to, willing, and wants to support the department um, and carry on the good work of Chief Weiniger in filling the vacancies and, and developing a leadership team in the department and creating a leadership ladder so that over time, officers have the uh, more opportunities, the opportunities to advance someone that's committed to transparency as much as I am and the city council is, um, and that will not only nurture and support the department, but will be responsive to a changing and growing community and the needs that that creates to maintain the trust between police and our community.
1: This week, council agreed to spend, my goodness, $20 million uh, to purchase a parcel in southeast Boise for a water recycling facility. One, uh, I guess this might be the third in the plans. Yeah. I think most of us have an idea of water recycling, but what are we talking about? Are we talking about recycling industrial use? Are we talking about recycling drinking water? What are we talking about?
2: Sure. It's a great question. I got to say, this was a really exciting step. Because two years ago, nearly 82% of Boiseans said yes to a clean water and climate action bond. And in that bond, they approved $570 million. We approved, as Boiseans $570 million mm-hmm. to advance our clean water goals, our climate action goals. And in that bond, we talked about the need to recycle water. Because we want to make sure, and this is what this, this location will make it possible for us to do. We want to save as much water as we can for drinking. And so what this does is it takes water that will be used by industrial uses, pulls it into a facility, cleans it up so much that you could drink it, but we won't. We'll give it back to the business to reuse again, or we'll put it back into the aquifer so that we can maintain the level of water that we've got in the aquifer so that we have fresh, clean water for drinking. And we do everything we can to reuse water for working.
1: That's pretty exciting. I want to make sure, I think I read that we could break ground uh, as early as 2025.
2: We we will break ground as soon as we finalize the sale and prepare mm-hmm. the site. Yep, We'll start to um, build the facility that we need to then connect um, with businesses in the area and then to be available To recruit future businesses so we can encourage green resilient renewable industrial uses um, in that area where we have an urban renewal district and industrial land for Boise to create great jobs while saving clean water for drinking and reusing a resource that's so important to our long-term ability to thrive.
1: Let's talk transportation. I think more than a few of us were pretty excited. It's not as if Lucy hasn't pulled the football away from us before, but we were pretty excited about the most recent Amtrak effort and the uh, joint effort uh, that the city partnered with uh, the city of Salt Lake City to go after a grant to study a possible return of an Amtrak line. But then when we heard we didn't get it, I think a lot of us were surprised at that. And then we hear that somebody at the state level at ITD didn't submit the grant in the right bucket, and this was an administrative screw-up, where does your frustration end and your anger begin? (laughs) Because when you consider all of the resources that you poured into this effort, this was costly.
2: A couple of things, George. I was stunned when I heard the news. And I wanna be clear, it's not like Lucy and the football ultimately because the football wasn't where it was supposed to be, uh-huh. right? Yeah. And so we did think that the football was teed up. And it felt when we got the news that it had just been yanked away from us in some tease. And then I learned that the football was never in place to begin with.
0: Wow.
2: It's incredibly frustrating. But I got to tell you, we can't get angry. Because if we got angry, that'd take all of our energy and prevent us from doing what we got to do, which is keep this effort and this coalition of leaders throughout this region and state, which is so fun to work with, on track. So we all came together once we were able to share the news of why we didn't get it, because technically we didn't get it because we didn't ask for it, right? right? Um. This is the this is the frustrating language piece when I talk with the um, rail administration, that brought our, all the mayors back together and had a conversation about what happened, and I was so grateful that everyone said we're in Okay. the delegation supportive, the governor's supportive, the mayors along this route. I've now seen the mayor from Pocatello. He's been in my office twice in the last couple of weeks. We are committed to connecting our communities because our residents want us to co- connect our communities. And when the administrator told me what had happened, we're going to salvage this. There is a path forward for Boise to Salt Lake, and I shared that news with Senator Winder, with the governor, with the mayors from Caldwell all the way down to Pocatello and everything in between and then up towards Idaho Falls. And and we are on track to keep together as a coalition to continue to advocate for connecting our communities because all of us has our own story about connecting by train. Um, And our residents do, too. And you're right. People were so excited about this. They remain excited about this. And Mm -hmm. I want to be clear. There are things that we can do to move this forward. Um, All is not lost. And one day we will connect. We'll jump on a train here in Boise. Might go through (laughs) Caldwell. We'll get ourselves to Pocatello. And we'll finish in Salt Lake.
1: So a spokesman for the governor's office said the state can resubmit in the spring. Is that accurate? We will be
2: We will be able to resubmit. And in the meantime, we are doing everything we can to line up um, the people, the support and the resources we need to keep the studies that have got to be done on track Mm -hmm. so that we can advance as quickly as possible and rejoin this incredible program, because it wasn't just the money for the study that was lost in this mistake. It was the opportunity to apply for millions of dollars to update the rail to get ready for people on those tracks. And so we're going to keep at it um, because it's incredibly important and deeply valued by Idahoans and folks from Utah um, to connect the communities in as many ways as possible so we can move about the state.
0: Thanks so much for listening to Idaho Matters. Boise State Public Radio and Idaho Matters are members of the NPR Network. It's an independent coalition of public media podcasters. You can find more shows in the network wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Gemma Gaudette see you tomorrow. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now we're taking center stage. Introducing NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, a collection of Black-led stories from NPR's podcasts. Search NPR Black Stories, Black Truths wherever you get your podcasts.